0: Now for the incredible, amazing, stupendous, death-defying radio show, Morning Mayhem with Rob and Ryan.
1: This is the Morning Mayhem Show Monday, April 18th. Rob and Brian here in the studio bringing you some craziness on this very special Monday. Is it a really a special Monday or is it just a normal Monday? Because no, I, mean,
0: I kind of thought we were headed into just a
1: normal Monday. No, no, this is a special Monday because today's actually a holiday, Rob. Unlike all the other days. <laughs> That we get on the air.
0: We have done holidays like for eight months straight. There's never not been a holiday. It's always a holiday, Are which you... really makes no days holidays, right? Isn't that the Isn't that the theory? That's kind of the way
1: I'm feeling about it. At this if point. every
0: day is special, then no day is special.
1: Yeah, the special <laughs> would be the day when like there's no holiday and nothing to celebrate. They'd be like, this is yes. awesome. It's no holiday. That's right. Day.
0: Yes, exactly,
1: exactly. <laughs> well, today is Lineman Appreciation Day. Lineman? Yes. Like
0: football linemen? Yeah, like,
1: yeah, like you know, <laughs> linebackers and nose tackles and, you know, I don't understand because
0: that just seems like, you know, they are going to get appreciated no matter what, if they're
1: good, right? Yeah, they're going to get appreciated by appreciate the, like, several hundred thousand dollar paycheck every month.
0: Exactly. Especially if you're in the NFL, everybody's appreciating you already with the large paychecks you get.
1: Everyone's appreciating you except for the guys on the other team that are trying to kill you.
0: Yes. Yes. And yeah, that, you know, isn't, isn't there another profession called lineman though? Yes.
1: And that's what this is about. (laughs) This is about the guys who climb up on the power poles and make sure our power, you know, they get up in the middle of the night during a lightning and thunderstorm and climb up the poles and try and get the power back on. It's appreciating those guys.
0: So you just made it sound like they're heroes, like, which, you know, I guess in that situation, maybe. So like maybe one day a year, you're a hero.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think on a regular basis, those guys have a pretty normal job, but a couple times a year. You know, they are out in the middle of the night with freezing snow, rain, trying to get the power restored because, you know, some people, for some people, it's like a medical issue. If their power is out, you yeah, know, they that's can't. True. So, I mean, it's a pretty important job. And we, we appreciate those guys. Plus, I mean, all right, mean, fine. You sold me. Plus, They're they awesome. can sack a quarterback <laughs> like nobody's business.
0: What if you're a lineman who's a lineman? I dig. Like, what if in the off-season football players. <laughs> work for the electric company i'm just saying
1: i don't think it works that way because you don't put 400 guys pound guys up on the telephone poles and <laughs> the bucket trucks this is the morning mayhem show this is the morning mayhem show monday morning and we got your daily dose of god's Word coming from philippians 1:29. for it has been granted to you on behalf of christ not only to believe in him but also to suffer for him this is one of those verses that
0: you don't often see in pamphlets encouraging people to uh, become Christians. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but uh, you know it's a it's it's a it's a reality, and it's sometimes it's something that we don't really like to talk about. But that um, when we choose to follow Christ, we also choose to share in His sufferings, and and that's not just like metaphorically, but um, that is oftentimes comes to play in reality that that we do oftentimes will suffer for our belief in Christ. I mean, to follow Christ is to live a life that is really revolutionary. It's, it's something that is rebellious. It's something that goes counter culture. And when people see the way that you live and the way that you love and the way that you um, treat other people, it, it oftentimes can cause issues in life. But, it, but it's it's for something great. I mean, we are promised that, you know, whatever that we give up for Christ, it won't go unrewarded. Like he plans on, on blessing us for what we give for him. And it's called taking up our cross. And it's part of our faith in Jesus Christ. This is the Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM.
1: News. Little contemporary Christian news. Oh, I forgot music. Contemporary Christian music news for you, Rob. I just people might know what that stands for. They might not know that it's right. Yes, contemporary Christian music, as opposed to like traditional. Well, it's a new
0: term that we just coined here recently.
1: That's right. We just we're like,
0: what could we call? Christian music something shorter and we came up with CCM
1: well I got the idea from the old Christian music magazine CCM magazine but of course they weren't calling it contemporary Christian music that was for uh creative Christ-like magazine magazine yes
0: yes that's, so that's exactly that was, but yeah, yeah we just
1: changed it to contemporary many
0: Christian people music. don't know that already
1: Right, so we we changed it ourselves is what we did. That's so that's you, hey, you see what we did there, people. <laughs> see it. So this week, there's some news here. Yeah, there's something we can talk about. <laughs> so this week, New Release Tuesday uh, has been working on a uh, documentary, and they've released the first episode Seriously? of it. Yeah, it's called Why We Love Christian Music, and it's kind of actually a big um, commercial for their <laughs> award show. Their Why We Love oh, Christian okay. Music Award Show. <laughs> But anyway, it's, uh, it's, it's really neat. It's available now. 30-minute broadcast talks about Christian music, the art of crafting the music. Um, they also announced several of the winners of their awards for their award show. And I just want to read some of these here: Best Singer-Songwriter Album of the Year, Josh Wilson; Best Inspo or AC Album of the Year, Lauren Daigle; Best Pop Album, Jonathan Thulin; Matt Kearney for Best Music Video of the the Year, Matt Mahar; Best Worship Album, uh, Matt Maher; Best Worship Album Award, Uh, Urban Rap Album of the Year,
0: Andy Mineo; Andy Uh Mineo, that's right. Uh
1: Female Artist of the Year, Lauren Daigle; Male Artist of the Year. Jonathan Thulin. I think that's kind of that, a stretch, man. Yeah, I, mean,
0: I disagree with that one. He's got
1: some awesome songs, like Compass yeah. and uh, the one with Raptor Ruckus, but, you know, yeah, overall, not Mail Artist it. of the Year. No. no, no. Best Collaboration of the Year, Toby Mac featuring DC Talk. All oh, right. Hey, I'm okay with that. <laughs> All right, so I was thinking about this the other day, Rob. Since DC Talk uh, broke up or put it, it on hiatus. Up. They're on hiatus. Uh, right, since they put okay. on hiatus. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> They, they have done, with at least two of them, they've done probably like a dozen songs.
0: Yeah, yeah. They, they, they yeah, need to
1: release probably, an album of all the collabos. Yeah, I guess
0: they they probably should. And it'll just be an album from across like 16 years.
1: Yeah, be like uh, Intermission <laughs> Part 2.
0: Exactly. All right,
1: I got to go. I'm going to call Forefront and tell them to do it. <laughs> this is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is the Morning Mayhem Show with Rob and Brian on Monday, April 18th. And Rob, have you ever had a guilty conscience? (laughs) I don't right now, Brian. Like, have you ever done... Think about when you were like a kid. Did you ever do something... And like nobody caught you. Like maybe you know you you snuck a cookie out of the cookie jar. Maybe you did something bad yes. at school. You know, got in trouble. Yes. But nobody caught you. But you just couldn't stand it. You finally fessed up.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. In fact, we've had a couple of those moments with our kids here recently where you this know, isn't about come our,
1: and your kids. This is about you.
0: I'm trying to put it off on somebody else because your <laughs> question makes me uncomfortable, Brian. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know the feeling. Okay, yeah, so Yeah, absolutely. So this guy. Uh, <laughs> This man in um, Connecticut okay. recently had the ultimate, you know, guilty conscience experience. Uh, so he's living in Connecticut, and he gets a letter in the mail that uh, basically tells him, hey, dude, there's a warrant out for your arrest in Florida. Wha- <laughs> what? That's not a good letter. You don't ever want to get that letter, right? Well, No. What in the world? So he, He's concerned about it, so he does a little investigating, and he finds out that 27 years ago, when he was a janitor at like a Jewish community center, he stole a TV. Never got caught. But they knew it was him and there was a warrant out for his arrest. It's 27 years what later, in the right? World. So you know what he does? What? He flies to Florida and turns himself in. No way! Yes. <laughs> What in the world? Yeah. That's so crazy. So how how would
0: you not know that there's a warrant out for your arrest for 27 years when you know you stole a TV? How did he not know? Oh, yeah. uh, You know, I don't know. And
1: did well, he, he never he, even get, like, pulled over in 27 years? Because if you get pulled well, over, don't you? It was an out-of-state warrant, so it was for a different state so And I think I actually got this backwards. I'm sorry. He lived in Florida. He flew to Connecticut. So the warrant was from Connecticut. So this 60-year-old guy walks into the police station in Connecticut, hands him the letter, and says, uh, I think there's a warrant out for me. So what did they do? Did they arrest him? They arrested him. They charged no him with way. the crime. And then they let him go in his own recognizance. He promised to be in court next week. I mean, if a guy turns himself in after 27 years for a petty oh, crime
0: and we got to follow up with this story and figure out what they do to him i wonder <laughs> if they just certainly they'll just like let him go right
1: i i don't know man i mean you'd think there'd be a statute of limitations or something there right? i will say so that
0: 27 years ago yeah
1: i will say the police lieutenant was quoted as saying it's pretty cool that he turned himself in <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes yes And a little weird, but uh, whatever. That's great. I'm glad that he did.
1: Well, anyway, I think the point of the story is your guilty conscience will get you in the end. It'll get you. (laughs) It'll get you. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. Good morning. It's the Morning Mayhem Show, and we have
0: your daily dose of scripture today. It comes out of Philippians chapter 1, verse 29, and it says this, For it has been granted to you on behalf of Christ not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for him.
1: Yeah, you know, we, we hear a lot of verses about, you know, be encouraged, and if you suffer, you overcome, and everything else. And this verse says, guess what? It's been basically predestined, decided, you follow Christ, you're going to suffer. And, you know, it said in other ways, anyone who chooses to live a godly life in Christ Jesus you know, will suffer on his behalf. And basically, that's that's part of the deal. Now, this isn't talking about, like, you get cancer, you lose a loved one. You know, That's not the kind of suffering this is talking about. This is talking about like loss of opportunity, loss of, of pay, loss of job, family members who give you a hard time or, or are estranged from you because of your faith. Now, our, our brothers and sisters in the Muslim world know this very well because the, those who have turned to faith, turned to Christ, Christianity in that worldview, uh, oftentimes lose property, lose family. Sometimes they're put in jail. Sometimes their lives are, are threatened. Um, all around the world today, in, in China and other communist countries, that's a very common occurrence as well. And so, you know, we in the West are, are we enjoy religious freedom, and you know, we're not persecuted for our faith in the same way. That doesn't mean it's not ever going to come, and that doesn't mean that it can't happen. There are times when you will suffer. Growing up as a teenager in uh, Detroit, um, you know, I was made fun of and ridiculed at times for my faith. Right. It will happen. Yeah. It will happen. What will you do when it happens? You know what? Here's what the saints did. Here's what the apostles did. They, they rejoiced that they were found worthy to suffer for the name of Christ. Because trust me, it's more than worth the suffering for the reward that God has in store for those who love Him. This is the Morning Mayhem show.
0: This is the Morning Mayhem. And Brian, I don't know about you, but sometimes I just get the urge to call somebody in Sweden.
1: What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to wait. <where?
0: laughs> Sweden. I, mean, I just kind of assume that most people want to call Sweden. Just I don't. Like I don't know day.
1: anybody in Sweden.
0: Well, lucky for you, the Swedish Tourism Agency has created a phone number that you can actually call and be connected to a random Swedish person. Yep. There's about three. Yeah. There's about three thousand people who have volunteered to do this. <laughs> You call this number. It's 46771 793 And you get connected to a random Swedish person.
1: All right, hang on. I just dialed it. We're going to do it no, right you now. Didn't, yeah, we're going to do, do it right now on the air. Okay, <laughs> hang on, hang on.
0: Calling Sweden. You will soon be connected to a random Swede somewhere in Sweden. This call
1: may be recorded. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> I can't believe we're doing Live it this Live Sweden, here we go What time is it in Sweden? Oh, I don't it's, Oh, Night time? Maybe that's why... Maybe that's why nobody's picking up
0: <laughs> A local people are calling Sweden right now <laughs> Soon, a random suite
1: will be ready to take your call So we're on on hold? Hi, I'm from Sweden on- Hello are you Hello. Uh, Are you from Sweden? Are you in Sweden? Yes. Uh, I'm south of Sweden, yes. All right. We're calling from the United States and we're calling we're radio it's a radio show. The Morning Mayhem Show.
0: No, you're kidding me. No, I'm no, not. No, seriously. You're on the air right now.
1: You can go on the internet <laughs> no. on elevate.fm and you can listen to it. No. Yes. You you are on the air On the radio On Elevate FM This is the Morning Mayhem show We just wanted to call Sweden To see if we could
0: Yeah, but you are in Sweden now, yeah
1: No, we're in the United States We're in the United States,
0: yeah Yeah And what do you want to know About Sweden?
1: What's it like?
0: Yeah What do you want to know About Sweden? Like, Like, what is What is one of the best things About living in Sweden In your opinion? Oh, there's many things. Um, yeah. It's friendly, clean. Um, everybody is friendly, and uh, all of you is welcome to Sweden.
1: How's well, that the chocolate? Is wonderful. Is the chocolate good?
0: <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I can't hear you.
1: Is the chocolate good? Class, marabou oh marvelous <laughs> well hey thanks for your time we're going to let you go now but you can listen to us at elevate.fm on the internet it's the morning mayhem show on elevate fm oh. thanks again bye
0: oh <laughs> man that is hilarious and that was uh, great. brian uh you do know the whole chocolate thing isn't that switzerland not sweden
1: <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> I'm an idiot. They're going to think we're morons. <laughs> this is the Morning Mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem show, Monday, April 18th. Animal crackers in my soup. Animal crackers, loop-de-loop. You know that song, Rob?
0: I have no idea what you're singing.
1: You've never heard that? Never. Oh, it's an old, I think it's from like um, one of the old, what's the show with Alfalfa from like the 30s and the 40s, the... Oh, the kids are the the oh, Yeah, I think it's from the little rascals, but oh, okay. I just sing it because wow. today is a very special day for animal crackers lovers everywhere. Because today is animal cracker's day.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I can get down with that. Animal crackers are pretty good. You know what is really good is the frosted animal crackers.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, actually, um the, you know, first I found the glazed ones and I thought those were good. Then I found the frosted ones, and I thought they were good. Then I found the frosted ones with sprinkles on them. (laughs) They're just having to up their game all the time, man. I know. Next, there'll be frosted animal crackers with ice cream.
0: (laughs) Wait a second. That's not a bad idea. (laughs) And of course, we're talking about it first thing in the morning when there's no ice cream, no animal crackers, no nothing near me. So what good does any of it do me? Nothing. But you know what?
1: I'm glad there's not because those frosted animal crackers, they don't come in like a little snack bag. They come in like a two pound bag.
0: Or in like a giant tub. Oh, yeah.
1: And you can't stop eating them. No, you can't. I have made myself sick on them so many times because I'm like, I just cannot (laughs) stop you have to go put them in another room and then you find yourself still going in there to get them. They're That's, like I don't know. They're they're very addictive.
0: Yes, they are. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but they are addictive. I don't know, know why this, is, by they need the either, way, A day. We we're talking earlier that you said this was National Lineman Appreciation Day and National Animal Cracker Day is way better.
1: But if you are driving down the road and you see a lineman up in a bucket truck fixing the electrical lines, working very hard, concentrating on what he's doing, you may be tempted to throw a bag of animal crackers at him or a box. <laughs> I mean, don't do it. He could electrocute himself. Or honk
0: your horn at that's, him.
1: <laughs> that's not the way to appreciate them. <laughs> <and yell. laughs> hey buddy, here's some animal crackers. No, it's not. No, let's so not let's not do wait that. Wait till he comes down. That's right. Then give him the frosted animal crackers and say, "I appreciate you." There you go. Yeah, this is Morning Mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem show on Elevate FM. We've got your daily dose of God's Word from Philippians 129. Different kind of verse this morning. Let's read it to you, and Rob will explain it. For it has been granted to you on behalf of Christ, not only to believe in Him, but also to suffer for Him.
0: Yeah, you know, this is not one of those verses that we usually talk about to, like, encourage people in their walk. But the reality is, this is this is part of who we're called to be. I mean... um, Jesus says on a number of different occasions, look, if they they hate me and and you're following me, I mean, what what do you expect? Like, they're going to do the same thing to me that they are to you. And the disciples actually literally saw that play out with almost all of them being um, martyred for, for their faith in Jesus, for their walk with him and you know we are promised um in a lot of ways some of the same thing we're we're promised that we will suffer as a result of our faith in jesus it's going to happen from time to time and i remember uh plenty of times when especially when i was in high school i remember so many times where um, i had a lot of people that were really terrible to me because of my faith in jesus and and i that was part of that was part of my walk, was enduring that and having to deal with that and trying to hold my faith through that. And um, and it's part of our walk is is when you choose to hold up the ideals of Christ, to live like he did, there will be people who react poorly against that. But may you continue to walk faithfully, even in the face of that, even in the face of persecution. May you stay strong, trusting and putting your hope in him. This is Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. <laughs>
1: I think a lot of us out there, Rob, don't want um, the major tech companies to get any bigger or more powerful, like Google, Facebook, Microsoft, Apple. You know, they kind of... Let's just let them do their thing, but they, seeing them expand into more and more markets can, you know, gets a little frightening sometimes, you know? <laughs> yes, it can sometimes. Um, and uh, Facebook, though, they don't feel the same way. I mean, they want to own the world. Yes, know? they
0: do. And so... Yeah. No bones about it. They want to own everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, so the other day... Um, Facebook had their developers conference where, you know, all their people who help come and write all their little apps and different things. You know, they kind of give them an inside look at where they're going so that they can, you know, help write new apps and stuff in the future. And they demoed at the conference some new virtual reality glasses that Facebook has in the works.
0: Oh, dear. Virtual reality glasses for Facebook? Yeah. I don't even understand why that's necessary.
1: <laughs> well, because they're going to be by Facebook, but not necessarily. I mean, they'll be for Facebook, but they're for other things too. But these are not like, um, you know, you've seen, if you've seen like the Oculus Rift, the real popular one now, it's right. like a big goggles. These are actually like glasses, like you would wear.
0: Oh, really? More like
1: the Google glass was. They're like glasses you would wear, but the lenses have um, the ability inside of them to. You know, project and do all this kind of stuff, and they don't look crazy. They just look like normal glasses.
0: Weird, but yeah. it's, it's but what do they call them? They're virtual reality glasses?
1: Well, all it is right now is an idea and a prototype. And he says it's going to take a long time to get there. Oh, okay. But, um, they they're showing you know like they could see a situation where people will interact with their environment around them as they're walking down the street. They can tag things, you know. They can oh, you know, really? Yeah, I mean send, use it like a phone, almost send pictures that you take of your kid with your glasses immediately to a friend and they'll see them with their glasses, oh, uh, Okay, you know, a video of your kid. They'll be like your, the kid is in the room. Grandparents would see their like their grandchild playing in the room with them, you know?
0: So it kind of seems like something that they envision people just like wearing throughout their day.
1: Yes. Wow. Which begs the question of after a while, will people know what's real and what isn't?
0: Yeah, well, you know, and the other thing to me is I, I don't know why you would pursue that when Google already kind of had and it kind of failed. I mean, Google Glass, it was not super successful.
1: No, it wasn't successful at all. It was kind of creepy actually. Yeah, exactly.
0: So, yeah. I don't understand why you would go down the same road, but whatever. It's Facebook.
1: It's the new frontier, you know. They got to <laughs> they got to yeah. conquer the new frontier. So, who knows what'll happen, but Facebook, they're saying this is this is in the future. It's coming. Down the road. So if you see people wearing glasses with video on their lenses, you'll know why in the future. (laughs) Yeah. This is Morning Mayhem. Kind of a weird CCM News story this morning, Rob. The band Under Oath. Uh, broke up a number of years ago. Yeah. They're on super their super
0: re- hardcore Screamo yes, band. Way yeah.
1: harder than we play yeah. here on Elevate, but they um are got back together this year and they're doing a reunion tour. Well, oh, okay. Just recently they played a uh, show at Rocket Town in Nashville. And Rocket Town has had a policy for years that they don't allow any crowd surfing. You know, I mean it's just an insurance yeah, and safety uh, right. issue.
0: A lot of places are like that though. Yes.
1: And of course, with that type of music, I mean that's a huge part of the experience. Right. And uh, right. so some people started they announced before the concert that there would be no crowd surfing allowed, but some people started trying to do it anyway. And the security guards escorted them out. They they made them leave the building.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're super serious about it.
1: (laughs) So this is where it gets a little crazy. So the lead singer was like, don't kick them out. Are you serious? And he was like, these people have been waiting here for 10 years to see us, and now you're kicking them out of the concert? And the security guard, somebody from Rocket Town came on stage during the concert and explained the policy to them. Right, and he got on the mic and said, "There's 1,200 of us, and there's only six of them of the security guards. They can't kick us all out." And after Yikes, that, the people man. just like rushed to the stage, overwhelming the guards. Everybody was on stage dancing around with the band, taking in mics, knocking over equipment. There's fights broke out, crowd surfing. Yeah, um, and basically the band was able basically to complete that song, and then everything was shut down.
0: Dude, yeah, that's craziness, man. I, I, I don't know about that. That sounds a little shady.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, 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 I don't think that um, is probably at all what we want to represent, um, you know, Christian music. And I'm not taking anything away yeah. from Under Oath. You know, I, yeah. I'm sure they're great guys. I think things probably just got a little out of hand there. Yeah, and
0: I understand I understand their frustration, too, because that's part of their, their concert thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, they clearly did not realize that was the case at Rocket Town that that wasn't something that was going to happen. You know, that that's yeah, that's not a great situation.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure too that when they said there's 1,200 us and six of them, they didn't mean rush the stage, knock over all the equipment, <laughs> start fighting. I'm pretty sure they meant crowd surf if you want to. But uh, anyhow, you know, kind of a difficult situation. I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, get on our Facebook page, make a comment, let us know if you think. You know, this is a good thing or a bad thing. I'm kind of falling on the bad thing side of the line, but, you know, I think more misunderstanding maybe than anything. Yeah. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is the Morning Mayhem
0: Show, and we have for you for the last time of today our daily dose of scripture, and it comes out of Philippians chapter 1, verse 29. It says, For it has been granted to you on behalf of Christ, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for him.
1: You know, Jesus suffered on the cross. I mean... We talk about that a lot. You know, he was nailed to the cross. You know, he was beaten, he was whipped, he was spit on, he was mocked, he was nailed to the cross. Um, but that's not really all the suffering that Jesus did. He departed from paradise, from heaven, from communion with God to be one of us, to, to go through being sick, being, um, you know, uh, tired, being hungry, being in pain. Uh, experiencing relational pain. It says that he wept when his friend Lazarus was dead and he saw the effect that had on people. I mean, he he was hurt. He was deeply moved by people. He saw lepers that people were shunning. You know, he saw women uh, that people were treating terribly. He saw all kinds of things that hurt him deeply. He suffered for us so that he could be close to us, so that he could understand our suffering, so he could understand the guilt and shame we bear, the the pain, the temptation, so he could understand those things he suffered. And so we suffer to become closer to him. We see all the time in scripture that suffering helps refine us, helps us understand Christ. So if we suffer for our faith, what does that do? That draws us closer to God. Just like Christ's suffering drew him closer to us, we suffer and it draws us closer to God. So if you suffer for your faith, there's a great joy that can be found in that suffering. If you realize it's purpose. That's what the apostles realized when they rejoiced that they were kind of worthy to suffer for the name. Now, nobody wants to suffer. But if you do, realize it's drawing you closer to God. This is it has the potential, at least, too, if you'll let it. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. the day. To turn your
0: radio up. Five, four, three, two, 1. Morning Mayhem. You are ready for launch.
1: This is the Morning Mayhem Show. It is Tuesday, April 19th. Rob and I are still just recovering from an amazing uh, weekend where we got to do our live broadcast from downtown Benton, um, enjoying the company of a lot of you, and then got to hang out with you at the Lacrae concert on oh, Friday night. Man. man, that was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Ridonculous,
0: so, man. <laughs> so amazing.
1: Lecrae, an amazing artist, and we're so I glad. T-
0: I, tried, I tried to warn y'all that, like, Cray puts on a crazy show, man. I, I'm so glad that all you guys that we got to meet out there came out and uh, were there to support and to be at the show. And man, I hope you guys loved it as much as I did.
1: Yeah, and uh, it was just a lot of fun. And of course, we have got some more concerts coming up. Um, May 10th, we're going to be having a concert with Finding Favor and Rapture Ruckus. That's going to be it's, oh, only, yeah. it's only ten dollars. That's going to be a show. Oh, that's show. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be at Trace Creek, 7 p.m. on May 10th. Uh, April 30th, Matt Marr, Lone Oak Baptist Church. Uh, that's a great show as well. So there's a lot more coming up, and we're, we're really excited about We also, I've just found out, July 8th in uh, the park in Murray is going to be OBB. And after that, we'll be having our 5K Glow Fun Run, which will be awesome. So there's going to be a of ton of stuff. fun stuff ahead.
0: Absolutely. In the
1: meantime, you know, we're just hanging out here today because today is National Hanging Out Day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am all on board with that. Hanging out day. Dude, Sign just, me up.
1: Just hanging out, you know?
0: Absolutely. Today's
1: the day. Just, you know, go over to a buddy's house, crash on the couch, grab a bag of chips. Just hang out, man. Just hang out and do nothing. Just nothing. Just, you know, watch some TV, sit around, shoot the I mean, breeze. That's what
0: we're doing right now. This is us celebrating. That's We're just right. hanging out. We're
1: just hanging. Hanging out. So... Maybe we should hang out with some Swedish people like we did yesterday, Rob. Oh, man, that was so
0: fantastic. I was thinking about that, how funny that was. I can't believe that you actually called a random
1: Swede. For those that didn't hear yesterday, you can actually dial a phone number, and the Swedish Tourism Commission will connect you with a random Swedish person. And we did it yesterday, (laughs) and I'm going to tell you, it was an experience.
0: We We talked to a random Swedish lady, and it was awesome. She kept asking us what we wanted to know about Sweden. Was, and we didn't really want to know anything about Sweet. Yeah, it was we a just a little awkward, dirt.
1: actually. <laughs> it was a little awkward, <laughs> but cool nonetheless.
0: Absolutely.
1: This is the Morning Mayhem show. This is the Morning
0: Mayhem, and we have for you today your daily dose of scripture coming out of Psalm chapter sixty-two, verse seven. It says this: "My salvation and my honor depend on God. He is my mighty rock, my refuge."
1: You know, we talk a lot about. God's role in our life and what we do in response to that. But I think more importantly than that is just understanding the character of God. Because you can't know what God's going to do in your life if you don't know who he is. And this tells us right here that, I mean, his character is that you can depend on you know that you can depend on him to be your rock to be your refuge you know to be your salvation to be your honor and so often we think it all depends on us it depends on what we do it depends on our actions on our thoughts on our no it it really doesn't god is our honor god is our refuge you know you don't have to build a legacy of your life because guess what if you're god's you're living in his legacy the honor and glory goes to Him. And so we know that we can depend on God. We know that we don't have to live lives that are dependent on us doing something great because we're part of the greatest story in the history of humanity, God redeeming His people through the death of His Son. So just today, I just I just hope that you take a minute and recognize that and thank God for that. God, thank you for being my salvation, my honor, my rock, my refuge, my everything, my substance. Thank you for being those things because I know that you're at work in my life doing those things because it's just who you are. This is the Morning Mayhem Show on Elevate FM. Well, we can't go a week, Rob, without talking about the Newsboys. This is true. We can't. They're, They're all over the place, yeah. man. You
0: can't avoid them.
1: Blowing up the Christian music scene. Of course, God's the Dead 2 is out. They do the title song for or the the theme song for it they're in uh in a pivotal scene in the movie um their their new album love riot reached number one on the top rock albums chart number two on the top christian albums list and number 14 overall in the top 200 um for billboard i mean it's crazy everything that's going on for these guys right now oh yeah Well, Duncan Phillips, you know, he's their drummer. He's been with the Newsboys, I believe, since the beginning. So um, it's like closing in on 30 years now.
0: It's crazy. Like he's, yeah, he's, he is. I mean, he's got to be one of the longest running guys in Christian music, period.
1: Oh, yeah. And he's amazing. Like as he is, as a drummer and as a showman, like he's usually drummers just sit in the back and drum. No, man, they put him up on a pedestal with spinning drum sets and he's, you just watch his face and his actions. I mean, he's an amazing drummer total rock star, man. Yeah. So, Dugan Phillips told Billboard that Love Riot represents a new chapter for the band, and he said this, in many ways, I feel like we're just getting started.
0: <laughs> just getting started after after like a lifetime of music. That is awesome. That's really great.
1: You know, so many of those bands after, you know, several albums, several, you know, changes in people in the band. I mean, they're just struggling for creative juices. And these guys are saying, man, there's so much creative juice flowing. They're just like so pumped about what comes next. I... I mean, I'm excited, you know?
0: Yeah, well, you know, I mean, what's crazy about that is that I, you know, who would have guessed that um, adding uh, Michael Tate would have added such fresh life to the band? I mean, that has, I mean, really has given a shot in the arm to Newsboys to where they are like a new band again.
1: Yeah, because they've had two times that I thought they were about done. Um, Right,
0: exactly. You know,
1: after, like, right before Mike Tate came, after all the worship albums that were kind of played out, and then back before that, uh life liberty disco that was a bit that
0: was disappointing rough, man that was-
1: <laughs> so but no now they're doing great music great stuff so we'll keep you informed if you want to check it out love riot it's a great album gods dead 2 is in theaters right now this is 89.7 elevate fm
0: this is the morning mayhem and uh you know brian i don't know if you've seen it's been kind of like a popular thing in the last like I don't know, maybe five years is people uh, recording themselves or recording people that they love after they've had some sort of dental surgery. Yes, yes, in the medicine.
1: Yeah, they're on the anesthesia and they.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so like, you know, you come out of that and you're like still. I mean, you're conscious, but you are not all there, and so there's all What's these. What's the little videos. kid's
1: name? Was it Tommy? Tommy? Ben May? No, that was the original what
0: is his one. name. Oh man! Look at I the don't English know.
1: accent. Yes,
0: and- yes, yes.
1: Charlie bit Charlie. my finger.
0: Charlie yeah. bit
1: my finger.
0: Well, that's something totally different. Actually, that doesn't have anything to do with what I'm talking about. But yeah, no, anyway. it was after
1: surgery. He had no, to come from him. the dentist. Yeah. No. no.
0: No, that was a different one. There is one with a kid, and he—I can't remember what his thing was, but there, there was one with a kid. You're right, uh, but that's not that one. And segment, anyway. the segment
1: title of this segment is YouTube Review with Rob and Brian.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. So anyway, there were these. There is this girl, Millicent. Who went to have her wisdom teeth removed and her brothers, her older brothers, Cabot and Hudson, went to go pick her up from the dental surgery and had this huge thing planned where they ended up convincing Millicent that they were under zombie attack. And it is hilarious. So they have a pre recorded on a CD laying in their car a news announcement that a virus outbreak has caused a zombie invasion in their town and so they end up going through all these things where they're picking up garden hose and like pitchforks to like start the battle and they 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 make millicent decide whether they want to save the cat or the dog because they can't save both, like all this stuff (laughs) and it is Awesome. It's just awesome, man. It makes me want to do this to my kids when they get older. Oh,
1: goodness. <laughs> I think that's just it's just cruel, man,
0: and awesome yeah. and awesome. Yeah. So my hats off to you guys, Cabot and Hudson. Well done.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just still think it's funnier that Charlie bit the kid's finger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is the Morning Mayhem on all of 8 FM.
1: This is the Morning Mayhem Show. It is Tuesday, April nineteenth, and we have got your daily dose of God's Word, making your day start off the right way with God's Word from Psalm sixty-two seven: My salvation and my honor depend on God; He is my mighty rock, my refuge.
0: Yeah, like I love, I love the um, the humility in this thing, like. I mean, there, there is nothing that, that we can do. I, I mean, our salvation and honor depend fully on God. Our, there is no way for me to be saved on my own. I am utterly and totally helpless on my own to save myself. That's not something that I can do. No matter how much I want that to happen, no matter how much I want to be able to save myself, I can't. It's only God. Only God can be my rock. Only He can be my refuge. And in my times of stress, in my times of of brokenness, God is the one that we can look out to. God is the one that we rely on. God! is the one that we hold on to in the midst of all of that. And and maybe that's you. Maybe even today that's you where you just need to hold on to something. And that something needs to be God. He is the one that will always be there in the midst of all the the, the storms of life that come. There's one thing you can hold on to and know that it's not going anywhere. And that is God. May you hold on to him with all your strength. This is the Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM.
1: This is the Morning Mayhem show. It's Tuesday, a little after 8 in the morning. Rob and I talking right now about airplanes.
0: Are we? Because I, I was not <laughs> talking about airplanes at all.
1: I Yeah, you were talking about the donut you're about to eat, but. Uh,
0: why do you, you I, don't, I don't even have a donut in front of me. <laughs> I don't know why you would say that.
1: Well, you know, you don't have a donut because, you know, you're a disgruntled employee and we just, <laughs> you know, we don't give you donuts because you're you're not a happy person. You don't make this a better workplace, you know?
0: Oh, man. That is, that's really quite harsh, my friend.
1: But <laughs> well, speaking I'm just, of of disgruntled employees. So apparently, this last week, um, United Airlines uh, had to fire a flight attendant. Oh, dear. The reason why is because as the plane was parked on the tarmac in Houston, United Flight 1246, one of their flight attendants, it had just arrived from Sacramento, California. One of their flight attendants, just out of the blue, walks up, and and a female uh, member of the crew, she... Opened the right front door of the jet, deployed the emergency evacuation chute, jumped, what? slid down the chute, and just walked away. No way! That's so crazy, man! <laughs> yeah.
0: For no reason?
1: Well, there's a reason. It's just not known to us. The airline is not commenting <laughs> on the reason. They're saying that's between the employee and the oh, employer. Okay. So, so I there think was that means something
0: going on there.
1: I think that means it's our job to speculate on what the reason could be. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what would possibly make a flight attendant who's very aware that that is going to cost the airline between twelve and $30,000 just to yeah, repack that's the slide? Yeah, not
0: cheap. It's not like, like, I think sometimes people think, oh, it's not a big deal. They just roll it back up and whatever. No, no. no. That's a serious piece of safety equipment, and it costs a lot of money to repair that and reset it.
1: Yeah. So I'm just speculating that maybe they ran out of coffee on the airplane and she just couldn't yeah. handle it anymore. <laughs> you know
0: or maybe the peanuts they they ran out of the those honey roasted peanuts
1: or somebody you know really made a mess in the bathroom and she had to go so
0: she was, oh, no she was the one responsible for cleaning it up and she's like nope I'm out I'm out
1: I'm out <laughs> or possibly she just got tired of telling people on the plane to put their phones away and during oh. the uh, landing procedures I gotta, I gotta
0: tell you, dude. If if you're, if that's what you do for a living, God bless you. Because I don't know that I can handle dealing with people. I mean, it's like dealing with a group of kindergartners, except they're adults.
1: Uh, you know, you're absolutely right, and I think you know I mean?
0: you're like the teacher, and you're dealing with a bunch of disrespectful adults.
1: That's yes. And I'm gonna guess that this lady, for years, has been thinking, one of these days, I'm just gonna open that door and jump down that slide <laughs> and walk away. <laughs> and that's what she did.
0: Well, I hope she enjoyed her moment of glory because it's going to cost her. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, thankfully, no one was injured, no hurt, no flights delayed, just an expense to their line, and she lost her job. So this is the Morning Mayhem Show on Elevate FM. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. Just hanging out on Tuesday, April 18th. Rob, you just hanging in there? I'm just, I'm just hanging. Are I'm you... just
0: sitting here hanging. Are Except you... I'm not hanging because that's that sounds terrible. I'm, I'm sitting... Here, relaxing in front of my microphone.
1: Well, uh, my question is if you're hanging in there, are you hanging out or are they two separate things?
0: Are you hanging in or hanging out?
1: Yeah. Which or one? Hanging is it? up. Hanging up. <laughs> the reason we're talking about this is today is National Hanging Out Day. Yeah, it is. That's the holiday.
0: That's what we're doing today on the radio. We're just kind of hanging out, just, just hanging here.
1: Hanging out. Just kind of like how recently there were some castaways on an island for real. Who were uh, who were not nice named crazy. Tom Hanks, and they they weren't named Gilligan, they weren't named Robinson Crusoe. But yeah, what uh, was what was his volleyball's name? Wilson. Wilson. That wasn't yeah. Their name either. That's but right. these three folks had been missing for three days after a wave overtook their boat, and um, they were actually on a tiny uh, island. It's actually called a Micronesian island called Phan- and it's an
0: uninha- uninhabited island too, uh, right? Uninhabited
1: off the coast of Papua New Guinea, and. They actually took palm fronds, palm tree leaves, and spelled out the word help on the beach. And that's how they were rescued. Oh, awesome, man. I read that story and I was like, dude, there's no way that actually happened. But it
0: did. And it worked. It actually worked. That's the best thing ever.
1: Who knew that Gilligan's Island was the best source for actual survival techniques? I would have thought Bear Grylls or something like that, but Gilligan's Island is the best place to learn survival techniques.
0: So I add one other thing onto this. I read another story here just this week that there was a woman, I think in australia i don't have the story in front of me but she's like 73 years old and she went out hiking on her own or whatever ended up getting lost for nine days and the way they found her same way she wrote out help with like uh branches and stuff out in like a kind of a sandy area and that's how they found her
1: oh my goodness I, you know, who knew? Well, this is, uh, these guys, you know, just hang, whether you're hanging out this morning on a deserted island or hanging out, listening to us on the radio, just keep hanging out, man. Just hang. It's a national hangout day. This is the Morning Mayhem Show.
0: This is the Morning Mayhem, and we have your daily dose of scripture here, and it comes out of Psalm chapter 62, verse seven, and it says, my salvation and my honor depend on God. He is my mighty rock, my refuge.
1: I think what's important here is to say that our salvation and honor depend on God. In other words, what does it not depend on? It doesn't depend on us. That's right. You know, we are called, we get a confused a lot of times because we're called to be holy. And we tend to think that our behavior dictates God's position on us, whether we're saved or whether we're not, or whether, you know, it doesn't. That's all completely accomplished by the work of Christ. Now, we have free will, and we can say, I reject that. I don't want your salvation. But if we accept the salvation of Christ, you know, if we accept that and live lives that, you know, that show that we accept that, I mean, it's the work that he did that saves us, not anything that we do. Nothing you do brings you salvation. Your salvation is not dependent upon you, except for in whether you choose to accept it. Because God has done all of the work. He's completely done all of the work to save you through his son, Christ. Your honor depends on him. Him being your rock, him being your refuge, it depends on him. He is the dependable one in your life, not you. So my response to that is to say, you know, God, since you've done all this for me, I do want to live for you. Not to try and earn it, not to try and pay you back, but because I trust that if you tell me to live this way, it must be the best way to live and it will bless me more. And that's what the truth is—that God gives us a way to live that is the best for us. But He's done all the work. It's dependent on Him and Him alone. This is the Morning Mayhem Show on Elevate FM. Tech news. Tech news. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. April eighteenth. It's a Tuesday, and um, you know, there's a lot in the news the last couple of years about texting and driving, distracted driving. Yeah,
0: yeah. A lot. Of, a lot of states have just have gone completely like really strong armed against it and saying, um, that they want to be totally, um, uh, what is it? What is the hands-free? That's what right. I was looking for. And like, and just saying, you can't, you can't even hold your phone when you're talking on it.
1: Yeah. And there's even been, um, recommendations by the, the head of the highway department, you know, saying, Hey, in the transportation department saying, you know, we should just ban all cell phone use in the car at all. Whether transfer or not, that
0: seems way too extreme. Yeah. Right?
1: So there's all this stuff, you know, and nobody's sure how it's going to end up. But you know, we all agree it's very, very dangerous, and we all agree that it's very, very tempting.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Both of those things are
0: absolutely true.
1: So hard to not look at your phone when a text comes in, or right. you know, respond. Um, but now in New York, they uh, have—they're trying to pass a bill right now that would allow, in the event that you had a car wreck, police to connect a device to your phone and scan it to see the exact timing of all recent activity on your phone. So they would know if you were texting or if you were calling at the time of the accident. And if you refused to use this to let them scan your phone, you'd actually lose your license.
0: Whoa, man. Uh, like, I'm not t- typically like an invasion of privacy thing, but that seems a little bit like an invasion of privacy.
1: Well, they're modeling it on the same laws that they use for DUI and breathalyzers.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: So, you know, who knows? I mean, will this become law? Nobody's sure yet. You know, how people yeah. respond to it? Nobody's sure yet. But, you know, that's the forefront of technology, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. And they are absolutely cracking down and for, honestly, for good reason. I mean, they, they probably need to. It is important, but I'm not sure I agree with that. It kind of, of it. feels
1: like a race to me. Like, which is going to come first? Regulation and technology that limits distraction while driving or self-driving cars? Right. Yeah, there you go. Like, yeah, Self-driving true. cars are like the ultimate of being distracted while you're driving. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So you'd have a dance party. Well, you're here exactly. on car driving.
0: You can do whatever, whatever you want, and the car's just driving itself. It's fine.
1: Yeah. So you know, we got two competing, uh, competing things going on here. So absolutely, we'll see which one uh, ends up taking over. This is the Morning Mayhem show. News. Rob, did you ever watch Full House when you were growing up? Oh, man. Who didn't watch Full House, man?
0: I think everybody our age watched Full House as a kid. Yeah, it
1: was must-see TV, you know?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, you remember- Dave Coulier. D-
1: yeah. Oh, man, man, that's
0: classic stuff.
1: You remember uh, DJ Tanner, Candace yes. cameron Bure? uh-huh. Well, yep. you know, she's, of course, had a huge resurgence in her career. She's all over the Hallmark Channel. It's been all she's kinds of movies. she's on The View,
0: too, isn't she? She's
1: on The View now. Yeah, she's totally- I, mean, I know
0: you watch that, like, every
1: morning. Every morning. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, she just turned 40, which makes me feel really old. Wow! She, yeah. I didn't
0: realize she was older than me. Yeah,
1: she just turned 40 this last week, and for on the View for her birthday, they had a special performance from none other than for King and Country to celebrate her nice. birthday. No
0: way! I didn't know that. That's really awesome.
1: Yeah, and they even surprised her by having her daughter Natasha join them in one of their songs.
0: That is fantastic. Fantastic, man. What a cool surprise.
1: Yeah, so of course there's uh, videos all over the web. We'll try and get one up on our Facebook page so you guys can yeah. take a look at it. Um, you know, that's kind of cool, kind of a neat thing. Uh, I think, you know, she's uh, she's a professing Christian. She's a really, you know, yeah. neat person. Um, and, uh, you know, that's kind of, that's really cool that, uh, that she got to have that surprise on her birthday and with her daughter nonetheless.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, good for you,
1: Candice. Happy birthday. This is the Morning Mayhem Show on Elevate FM. This is the Morning Mayhem Show on Elevate FM. We've got your daily dose of God's word from Psalm 62 7 for the last time today. My salvation and my honor depend on God. He is my mighty rock, my refuge. Yeah,
0: you know, I I just, man, this is such an encouragement for me today. And and I hope it is for you guys too. As you hear this verse, My salvation and my honor depend on God. He is my mighty rock, my refuge. Those are the kind of your verses that I feel like. And I want to I take that and I just want to hold on to that. Slip that verse into my back pocket and just hold on for those moments when you hit life where like nothing seems to make sense or, or um, you feel like everything is slipping away from you or you feel like you just can't hold on anymore. And to be able to pull that out in that moment and to say... To be a reminder of the fact that He is our mighty rock. He is our refuge in times of distress, that God is there to hold on to through all of it. So maybe that's you today. Maybe it's not, but maybe that's you today. And if it is, man, we want to give you the encouragement to say, hold on. Hold on to your mighty rock and your refuge with all your strength and don't let go. Trust in him. Put your hope on in him and know that he is there for you through all the storms that life may bring. This is the morning mayhem on Elevate FM. Warning, you are moments away from your radio being taken over by complete chaos. It's Morning Mayhem with Robin and Brian. We feel
1: it, she feel it, we feel it. Go round and round we go. We feel it, she feel it, we feel it. Ah, I I go. go! This is the Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM, and today we're talking about a little R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find out what it means to me. Well, I think it probably means the same thing to you. It means to everybody else. <laughs> it's giving, like, accolades and uh, appropriate, you know... Uh, Honor to something. Yeah.
0: It's like respecting my street cred.
1: Yeah, well, we're going to respect the street cred (laughs) of lima beans this morning because it's lima bean respect day.
0: Oh, that's the worst. (laughs) I have no respect for lima beans. Oh, me either.
1: Well, I would actually say I respect the fact that lima beans are probably good for you, but they are disgusting.
0: No, I don't respect that at all. <laughs> they have no respect for themselves. If they respected themselves at all, they would taste way better.
1: Well, the thing is, like, you know, raw green beans aren't really good, but you soak them in butter and salt, and they're <laughs> and delicious. And
0: bacon, don't forget and don't, bacon. And bacon,
1: they're delicious. <laughs> you soak lima beans in the same stuff; they're still disgusting. <laughs> yes, I think
0: that's probably like, true. They I ruin don't know the
1: salt. And the butter know that and the bacon. For fact,
0: but I'm trusting in the fact that that is absolutely true.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like you ruined some perfectly good salt, butter, and bacon on your lima beans. I mean, that's a waste <laughs> that of space. That bacon could
0: have me. been used for such better things, man. I know, like,
1: the street price of bacon is almost the same as gold, you know?
0: It's true. Ounce it's true. true. You could have done a lot better things with that bacon instead of putting it next to a lima bean.
1: In fact, I've got all of my retirement tied up in bacon. <laughs>
0: That's a great investment tip (laughs) for the day. From the morning mayhem, your investment tip of the day is invest in bacon. Forget gold. Forget gold. Go with bacon. And
1: certainly forget lima beans. Because
0: absolutely nobody likes that lima beans. You've just thrown away your money. That's what you've
1: done. My wife and my daughter love lima beans. Oh. Come on. Girls. Please, And my daughter is constantly, you know, I like you with your kids. You're like, just try it. Just try it. You'll you'll probably like it. My daughter's always like, just try them, daddy. I'm like, I've (laughs) tried them before, many times. They're awful.
0: No, just try them.
1: (laughs) So, Lima Beans, you ain't got no respect here. No love. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is the Morning Mayhem show with your daily dose of God's word today from 1 Timothy 2, 5-6. through 6. For there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all people. This has now been witnessed to at the proper time.
0: Yeah, it, you know, it's a beautiful thing that we have this mediator between us and God. The fact that, that, that we have God who is such a just God. Who, who who sees our sin who sees our brokenness who sees all of that and and where before there was no opportunity to to have like this real relationship with God to have real salvation to have real forgiveness for sin but now has been given to us that through Jesus Christ as a result of what he gave we now have this mediator who who God now sees us through the blood of Jesus Christ and through that sees um, all of our sin wiped away. That when he sees us, he no longer sees the ugliness of our sin, but rather sees us through the blood of his own son, his perfect and pure son, Jesus Christ. And that's who he sees in us. And to me, man, that is a priceless gift. There is no greater gift than to have the blood of Jesus Christ so that we might have relationship and salvation with our Lord. That is an amazing thing, and I hope you recognize that today. You're listening to the Morning Mayhem Show on Elevate FM.
1: Well, Rob, uh, just heard the other day that Switchfoot's recording studio is locked. Oh,
0: well, you know, I assume they have the key somewhere, right? Like they, they, they just they locked it and. You know, there's lots of expensive equipment in there. Of course you're gonna lock it.
1: Well the good news is it's locked because
0: they're finished recording their new album. Oh, that's so great. That is good news, man. Uh I love Switchfoot. <laughs> if you don't know this about me, I love Switchfoot, man. Yes, you are one of my favorite. Bands it's of all time
1: because you're such a big surfer and skateboarder and the exactly. term switch foot comes out of that and you're a switch foot <laughs> skater so that's why
0: I've been skating for years and years um but mostly um not not I, I'm not a skateboarder I mostly do it on roller skates
1: yes you're roller that's roller my
0: thing but you know everybody thought- else Likes the inline skates, roller blades. No, no. I just like my roller skates.
1: That's right. Are they the old metal kind that you like strap with leather straps onto the bottom yes. of your shoes? Yes,
0: they are. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I rollerblade in jeans and a white t-shirt, uh-huh. With my hair slicked back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot <laughs> harder to go switch foot on roller skates. It kind yeah. of makes you fall. Yes,
0: I don't know how that even works.
1: <laughs> uh, frontman John Foreman posted online last week. Album number ten is done and headed to New York City to get mastered. I'm excited for you all to hear it. So
0: Oh, uh, man, I'm excited to hear it. They, I, conti- I don't know how they do it. They are one of those bands, to me, that continually puts out albums that, like, take my breath away, that every time when you think that they're done and they couldn't possibly produce another quality album, they keep turning out music that's just inspiring and like soul speaking kind of music like it's fantastic
1: Yep, and uh, so you can uh, hopefully in a few months we don't have a date yet but we'll be able to all check out the new album and see if it's as good as Rob just set the <laughs> bar very high for it to be this is Morning Mayhem this is the Morning Mayhem show on Elevate FM and Rob I'd like to know what you did with the porcupine statue that you obviously stole from the jet port Portland International Jetport in Maine
0: I um, secretly put it on your office chair this morning in hopes that you would sit on it. Is that what
1: that feeling is? Oh. <laughs> so officials say that uh, last Tuesday, a porcupine sculpture was stolen from this this airport, the Portland International Jetport. Wait a minute. It was stolen from an airport? Yes, from an airport. It was one of 10 animal sculptures um, by artist Wendy Klemperer. And, uh, well
0: done. That's a great pronunciation. Yeah.
1: And um, they also included a deer and a wolf. The porcupine is about three feet long, is made of steel, and it's covered with repurposed nails. It's the first thing that people saw when, they're, uh, when they arrived at the airport, and it's gone. That is the weirdest thing
0: I've ever heard. Somebody yeah. stole a porcupine sculpture, and somebody made one. And not only did they make one, but it was at an airport. Yes. Like, what? Which part of the story is weirder? I don't understand. I don't even understand. Like that, it's made of nails, and it's at the airport. Somebody could put that inside their bag and attack somebody with it. That's dangerous.
1: <laughs> or Where's
0: an, aer- an ESA on this.
1: Or an airplane could land on it and <laughs> bust a tire,
0: blow a tire. <laughs> Yeah. That is really weird.
1: So, uh maybe that's why it was stolen. They were doing the people a favor. They're like this and is a hazard.
0: Stole it. Yeah. Like why did you
1: steal the porcelain statue? Well, maybe they were short on nails.
0: Maybe. Maybe maybe that was their best option. Yeah. No, they thought nobody's using these nails. I'm going to repurpose them.
1: That's right. Again, they're just going to waste there and i have to build a shed in my backyard
0: yeah so here we go we're taking the porcupine
1: that's right so who knows but uh time will tell and i still stick with my theory that it was rob <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you. appreciate that
1: this is the morning mayhem show
0: this is the Morning Mayhem Show, and we have your daily dose of scripture for today. And that scripture comes out of 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5 and 6. For there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind, the man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all people. This has now been witnessed to at the proper time.
1: That's really true. Because in the worldview that this was written, people didn't realize there was one God. I mean, they thought there's all these different gods. Every city has its God. Every nation has its God. And when c- nations went to war, whoever's God was more powerful would be the one that would win. And the gods were always fighting, and you had to appease them. And you had to do all kinds of strange things, like cut the intestines out of animals to try and please the gods. Some people even believed that the flies that would come down over the sacrifices were the gods. And so here Paul's writing into that culture, and he says, no, there's a one God god there's only one god and there's only one mediator between god and man you don't have to go to all these pagan temples you don't have to go listen to these pagan priests there's only one mediator between god and man and that was jesus the actual human being the man that came and lived on this earth and gave his life so that you could commune with god so that you could be reconciled with god That's a world-shattering view. We hear that all the time. go, okay, whatever. That's a world-shattering view for those people. Don't give your loyalty and your allegiance to any of these false religions, false theories that are competing for your time and attention. Give your time and allegiance to the one true God. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is the Morning Mayhem Show on Elevate FM on your Wednesday morning. It's just a little after 8 o'clock in the morning. And a lot of people are excited because it's baseball season. Baseball started up again.
0: Yeah, that's right. Um, I'm I'm not a huge baseball fan. Like, I like going to – I enjoy going to, like, a major league park and, like, being there for the experience and sitting in the stands and eating a hot dog or whatever, but I, I don't, I really don't follow it at all.
1: Yeah, it's, you know, it's a fun thing for the first four or five innings. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> you
1: know, not paying any attention to the game, just enjoying right, the experience. Right. But, but it uh,
0: is—it's great to be out, and like especially if it's a warm night and sitting in the stands. And I mean, there is something very—I don't know if it's nostalgic—but there's something really great about that. Yeah,
1: and of course it's hard because being—I'm a Detroit Tigers fan, and of course, <laughs> yes, uh, yes, every time the Tigers make it to the World Series, it seems like they're playing the Cardinals, which means everyone around here is mad at me because I'm yes. a Tigers fan. Of course, the only time I ever watch the Tigers is like when they're in the World Series the rest of the time yes, I never yes, watch anything yeah. and all of a sudden I'm super into it you know um, but the, at the Tigers uh, game the other day there this guy this is unbelievable in eight innings of baseball he caught five foul balls no, oh, are you kidding me? Yeah, across five foul balls in uh, one game. In one game, yeah, and in, in, in just eight innings, he caught five foul what balls. In the world, that's craziness. They, they the guy's um, name, Bill Dugan. Um, he uh, he was sitting in an area that was pretty much empty because it's normally reserved for wheelchairs. There are no nobody with wheelchairs there that day. Yeah, and so he was sitting down there. It was right behind home plate, and they were all their pop-ups, and then two that ricocheted off the press box. And um, he just used the extra space, was running around, caught them all, gave them all the kids in the in the crowd there.
0: No way. That's really great. You know, I was just looking at the story right now. I, I've personally, I've, I've been to a number of games, but I've never even come close to catching a foul ball. He said that he's caught more than 200 balls in his years as a Tigers fan.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. craziness. That's insane, but he's never caught a home run. That's kind of his goals oh uh, so.
0: yeah yeah that would be awesome
1: yeah but of course you know that it's hard know, catching a foul ball i mean it's it's pretty intense stuff you got to know where to sit you got to right you know i've had one i think come pretty close to me i think it came about 10 feet from me once but that's about yeah. the closest i've got yeah. you know
0: well if he's catching foul balls he's in the wrong area to catch a home run right
1: that is absolutely true <laughs> this is morning Mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem show on Elevate FM. And we mentioned earlier this morning, as we do our holidays, that this is Lima Bean Respect Day. And we just can't celebrate it because <laughs> neither Rob nor I have any respect for Lima Beans whatsoever.
0: No respect whatsoever. There's no respect to be found here at all. And, and, you know, I don't want to upset you guys. I know this is probably a little, a little controversial for our show. You know, to be discussing this type of stuff on the radio, but I have no respect for you, Lima Bean. None at all. <laughs> I'm, I am throwing lots of shade in your direction.
1: And so we're just gonna, we're just gonna turn the page. We're gonna move on. We're gonna move on to the yeah, other. We're just moving the, on. The other holiday that is today, which I have a lot of respect for. Today is National Lookalike Day. <laughs> Okay. Is the day <laughs> like, you go out and I find don't even your. Know
0: what that means? What is lookalike day? You got to like, go out and find like your
1: doppelganger. Go out and find your twin.
0: That okay? All right. Well, you know what? I've had a lot of people tell me that they know people that look like me, but I've never seen somebody that looks like me. So I don't know what to do with that.
1: Well, so recently um, there was a there's a website and app that um, I, I ran across. I don't remember the name of it, but it, it's like findyourdoppelganger.com com or something. And it's an app you download and you upload your picture. And it's kind of crowdsourced out, and they have found like people that live like, you know, thousands of miles away that look like exactly alike. And a number of the people have gotten together and like worn the same outfits and taken pictures together. That's and like, awesome. you cannot tell them apart. And like, crowds vote on it. So, like, you know, it, it narrows it down. But I mean, yeah. It, yeah, it's ridiculous how much some of these people just look exactly the same.
0: Wow, that that's really cool. I would love to do that, but it seems a little creepy to me. Like, I don't know that I'm brave enough to actually download the app and do it. But that would be pretty cool to find somebody that looked exactly like you.
1: There's um, a guy who was a youth minister in the Paducah area a number of years ago. Who him and I really favored each other a lot. Now we wouldn't have been like identical twins, but we could have been brothers, and we looked a lot alike. And at one time, his son was uh, just maybe. 18 months two years old was wandering around and he looked at me and he actually said daddy but he said it like this daddy (laughs) (laughs) like you look like my daddy (laughs) but but... I
0: don't think that you are
1: (laughs) yeah it was kind of (laughs) weird So that's awesome. If you've got a doppelganger, we want to know about it. Jump on our Facebook page and yeah. tell us about you and your twin that's not related to you because today is the day to celebrate that relationship or whatever it is, that coincidence, because it's national looking like. And day.
0: also, if you dislike lima beans, speak out about it today. Let people know. Get on social media and let people know that you stand against the lima beans.
1: No respect for the lima no beans. No respect. <laughs> this is Morning Megan. This is the Morning Mayhem Show with your daily dose of God's Word from 1 Timothy 2, 5-6. For there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind, the man, Jesus Christ, who gave himself as a ransom for all people. This has now been witnessed to at the proper time
0: you know that God is you know scripture tells us that God is light and in him there is no darkness we also have scriptures that tell us that God is love the thing that we know about God is that God is perfect there is no darkness in him he is light he is the definition of light and in him there's no darkness so the, the problem that exists is with us is that there is darkness in us, is that as people, we find ourselves to be selfish, sinful, broken people who come to God, who come to our Father covered in this this filth, covered in, in this darkness. And when we find and when we try to have that relationship with him, we find that there's this barrier between us and him because God is light and, and he can't be around that darkness. And so to... There, there is no other way for us to free ourselves from the darkness that we find ourselves in than to embrace his son, Jesus Christ, who lived on this earth, as a perfect example of what it means to be a human being. And it's only through him that we can have this relationship with God. And that is a beautiful, beautiful thing that God himself has made a way for us to have relationship with him, that we can be wiped clean from the darkness that we find ourselves in. May you embrace Jesus today and may you embrace the gift that he has given to you by his life and death on the cross. It is for you, that he was sacrificed this is morning mayhem on elevate fm
1: our tech news segment today is about kobe bryant
0: No, kobe bryant man he finished his nba career last week and uh had
1: 60 points in his last game it was so great did you watch any of that he, I did not watch the game, but yeah, I mean, he has a career a high in a game in I think 2006. He scored 81 points against the Toronto yeah. Raptors. Uh, so um, here, you know, now 10 years later, to score 60 points in his last game, his final he's, game, he's not been having big games lately. I mean, it's no, been kind of a rough year for him. So at that's at a cool yeah. way, yeah, to and go for out. the
0: team, and um, yeah, for them to even win last night, they they made a come behind from behind win. It it was quite exciting.
1: Well, the uh, crazy thing is that, as far as technology goes, is people maybe not realize this, but the NBA for 20 years has been using all kinds of data tracking with their players. Oh, okay. And the uh, LA Times did used that data; they compiled that data to do a visual breakdown of every shot. No way! He, everywhere he scored in 20 years. That is awesome. So what you've got is you've got a, a map basically of the basketball court, covered in little tiny dots, one for every place he scored oh in 20 years. Goodness. Except,
0: and who knows how many shots as he's made? I don't, yeah. I don't even know, but it's got to be an incredible number.
1: This is except for two shots from the 2012-2013 season, which somehow got missed by NBA's shot tracking data. But hey, nobody's oh, wow. perfect. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and two in the midst of how many thousands of points that he's scored. Uh, I don't think we're going to miss those too much.
1: The crazy <laughs> thing about this is, you know, obviously a player of his caliber can score from anywhere on the floor. Literally, it's like the whole floor is just covered with dots.
0: Yeah, you're, you're, you're not going to stop that man from scoring wherever he wants.
1: No, it's a little <laughs> more concentrated right under the basket yeah. And then obviously around the 3-point line there's like a gap where you know he was stepping back to make threes or stepping in so there's right. a lack of shots right at the 3-line. But other than yeah. that it's like very even and there's several of them that are like so far behind the backboard you're like how in the world was he not out of bounds? Oh seriously yes, from behind the backboard? Way behind it. Like he must have been like falling out of bounds and threw up shots.
0: Whatever. That is crazy. So that's
1: a kind of a cool use of, of data and technology there. So if you want to check it out, we're gonna try and post this up on our we will post this up on our Facebook page. So be sure to take a look at it. It's a pretty cool graph. This is the Morning Mayhem show. There's a new documentary out featuring uh, the narration by one of the members of For King and Country, Joel Smallbone. He's now a documentary narrator. You can add that to his <laughs> list of credentials. Living Hope is the story of three extraordinary individuals who devoted their lives to serving the poor in South Africa. The new documentary is narrated by Smallbone and also features stories from musician Michael B. Smith, who has been personally involved at Living Hope. So you can watch it on YouTube. We're going to put it on our Facebook page. But that's that's cool. I mean, what a neat uh, neat thing to be involved in.
0: Yeah, I wonder I wonder if he's um I wonder if he got to meet Michael W. Smith as part of it because it says that it features Michael W. Smith. I wonder if they got to be friends.
1: I don't know, but if they did, they will be friends forever. If friends are friends lord
0: forever if the lord's the lord of them i was hoping that <laughs> you know i was hoping that you would catch my my direction there
1: <laughs> we were joking we were telling a story yesterday on the show about um, under oath at yes. rocket town and yeah. how uh, you know there was a big kind of basically a riot that ensued after yes. they kind yes. of went at it with the security about crowd surfing and you know i was just thinking you know that's michael w smith's club. He started Rockett. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. You know, I don't
0: know if he owns it still or not, but I, yeah, I don't know, but, club.
1: you know, I wonder if Friends Are Friends Forever, if you cause a fight in his music hall.
0: Yeah, I'm just guessing no. <laughs> I'm guessing that he, he, he removed that song and he says, look, I will not sing that to you. When I sing that, I will sing except for Under Oath.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if, like, any of Michael W. Smith's friends have ever thrown in his face, like, if he's ever gotten upset at somebody and they're like, no, Friends Are Friends Forever, Michael. <laughs> friends are friends like like what Mike I thought friends were friends forever man (laughs) what do you mean you won't loan me your car I can't (laughs) crash in your house for the next month aren't friends friends forever
0: (laughs) I love that this is an ongoing joke on our show I love it
1: you won't give me five thousand dollars Michael come on aren't friends friends forever (laughs) I know I didn't pay you back last time but friends are friends forever dude we love you,
0: Michael, if you're listening. I know you're not, but if you are, we love you. And
1: we're, we're just <laughs> kidding because we know that friends really are friends
0: forever. Yes, that's if true. If the Lord's Lord of them.
1: <laughs> this is the Morning Mayhem Show.
0: This is the Morning Mayhem Show, and we have your daily dose of scripture coming out of 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5 and 6. For there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind, the man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all people. This has now been witnessed to at the proper time.
1: Yeah, this is a great testament. It's it's been witnessed to uh, by the coming of Christ, by the people who witnessed that, who saw Him firsthand die and raise from the dead. And as Paul writes, hey, there's at the time that Paul wrote this, they're still alive. You can go talk to them. You know, there were over five hundred people that saw Him. You can go talk to them. If you don't believe it, you can go ask them. You know, and why would these people witness to something if it wasn't true? You know, why would many of them, so many of them, go to their deaths, horrible, terrible deaths at the hand of the Romans and the Jews? for something that they knew wasn't true. No, it is true. And there were people who were telling, that's why the faith spread so fast because there were 500 eyewitnesses saying, yes, this happened. I saw him raised from the dead. I saw him die and I saw him raised from the dead. This is the son of God. And there is only one God and there is only one mediator and it's the one who has the power to raise from the dead. And just as he rose from the dead, he's going to raise you from the dead if you believe in him come that end day. What an awesome promise. This is the Morning Mayhem Show.
0: You're listening to Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM.
1: Good morning, Mayfield, Murray,
0: and Benton. <laughs> what is that? What is happening?
1: Have you? Not, Who are that, you? It's Robin Williams. Good morning, <laughs> Vietnam. But it's not. This isn't Vietnam. This is Murray Mayfield and Benton. So, yeah. And parts yeah. of Paducah, Katie's, Edible, outlying areas.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure what just happened there.
1: <laughs> it is. Can we take that back? Can, th- we, can we not do that? <laughs> Let's, let me rewind it real quick. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. It's Thursday, April 21st. And Rob, I just feel like, man, I just want to give you a big high five. <laughs> yeah. High five, dude.
0: Yeah, well, it's better that than a hug. I I really don't want a hug from you, so I'll take the high five.
1: Well, I would give you a hug, but I have to lean over the desk, and we got microphones and everything, so we'll just go over the high five here.
0: Yeah, it's okay. And
1: also because today is high five day.
0: Oh, hey, high five. Well, that's just great. High five your neighbor. High five your mom and your dad and your grandpa.
1: (laughs) No, i got a great story about this, Rob. A while back, I was reading about the origins of the high five, and it turns out that... Murray State University, just down the road here, was Uh the victim of a vicious prank. Oh, dear. About the origins of the high five. So, this, some website, some like humorous, you know, website that just puts out these crazy fake stories, they got this idea that they would put out the story about the origin of the high five to celebrate High Five Day (laughs) and see if news outlets picked it up.
0: No way. So they
1: made up this elaborate story about this guy that played at Murray State University. I think in like the early '80s, mid '80s, played basketball there, um, and that his uh, his dad had been in Vietnam, and he was in this unit, the 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 unit five or something, and all the guys would come over, and they would say they would say five, and they would slap hands. For their unit in, the, in Vietnam. And he, yeah. just being a little kid, thought their names were all five. So he would say, hi, five, hi, five, when he saw them, they'd slap his <laughs> hand. And then he just kept doing this. And then he did this when he played basketball. And no he was a real, real kind of wild character anyway and a really good basketball player. So it just caught on and it spread throughout college basketball. Okay. So here's the thing. Out when this here. story came out, it got picked up nationally no, it all over the country. Either. Yeah, this is not about 2005. Some news outlets contacted this former player, and no, all he said you. is, some of the details of the story may or may not have been exaggerated a little. That was all he said in response because he kind of liked being credited with it. That's awesome. And the university, Murray State, actually put it in all their literature, home of the high oh, five. They had T-shirts. They marketed around it. And you have got to be kidding then me. Then it came out that it was all totally made up. Dude, that
0: is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That is so awesome. I can't even handle it. I can't believe that many people bought into it.
1: Yep. And the guy who did it all came out and was like, listen, it was just a joke. We had no idea it was going to go that big.
0: That is hilarious. So I wonder if he suffered any consequences as a result of that.
1: Uh, not in the article that I read. He didn't. But um, yeah, the history of the high five. That's and actually, there's an entire podcast about it on uh, Radio Lab. I listened to it. It was pretty awesome. awesome. This that's is the Morning Mayhem show.
0: This is The Morning Mayhem, and we have your daily dose of scripture. And it comes out of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God.
1: Now, I hesitate to even try and talk about this verse because it's so theologically loaded. I mean, yes. think about what this is saying here. Yes. God, the creator of all things, allowed his son, who had no sin, the only human to ever live, that is sinless. He let him be sin. Not just take our sin, be sin for us. So Jesus gets on the cross and he takes that sin and becomes the very object of God's scorn, the very object of God's wrath. God looks at Jesus and he sees him so covered in sin. And now, how does he be sin? Because this is the thing. Sin is not as much the individual action you do as it is the rebellion towards God that we live in. And Jesus took the source of that rebellion of God on himself and took it into the grave with him. It's dead. Rebellion to God is dead because of Jesus and he did that so that we could become god's righteousness. We who were sin, we were who were in rebellion of god. Jesus is the righteousness of god. We are rebellion to god. We are sin and we switched places. How incredible is that that you can be seen as the righteousness of god because Jesus took your place on the cross. This is the morning mayhem show. So just the other day, Rob, the uh, Billboard uh, Corporation, you know, they keep track of uh, songs and song charting and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they're the
0: the major chart that everybody kind of looks to.
1: That's right. They announced their nominations for the 2016 Billboard Music Awards. Okay. You know, it's kind of a big deal.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's a big deal.
1: Okay. Here's what's crazy about it. There was one Christian artist that received a nomination in every single Christian category what yeah. seriously yes in every category in every category that they have for Christian music it which you know uh categories like uh, best holiday album top Christian album um, Christian digital top single hot Christian song Christian airplay chart single all of these different categories Chris no Tomlin was way. nominated Chris Tomlin. Yeah.
0: What in the world? What a beast, man. That is awesome.
1: Talk about a huge year, you know, to have.
0: Wow. So, to be nominated in every category.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So That's
0: unbelievable. Good for
1: him, man. The awards will take place Sunday, May 22nd. They'll be live on ABC. And um, it'll be very interesting to see. I mean, a lot of other great um, people have been nominated. You know, it be interesting to see how many of those awards... That Tomlin uh, takes home with him.
0: Well, you know what would be heartbreaking is if he went home with no awards.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, that. But would, it's
0: uh... it's an honor just being nominated. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, this is the morning mayhem show.
0: This is the morning mayhem, and you know sometimes, Brian, I, I know I'm like a lot of other people in the world, but sometimes I, you know, if if I'm looking to kill some time or if I just want to like relax for a few minutes or something like that, you know, oftentimes what I'll do is I'll just sit back and count some penguins. Uh you know sorry? I just you know, I it's just one of those things. Like I, I know a lot of people do it for like when they're really excited or they're really you know, happy. But for me, it's just kind of one of those things that I do, just like, just, just, cause it's just, <laughs> okay. it's just a fun thing to do to count penguins.
1: Now I normally count sheep if I'm trying to go to sleep, but I don't know if I've counted penguins before.
0: No, you really should consider it because it's really quite phenomenal. And now <laughs> there's this thing called Penguin Watch. Okay, it's a project online called Penguin Watch, and they are trying to conduct the largest penguin census of all time oh my goodness and they are inviting you to be a part of it and i'm telling you
1: i don't like where this is going because obviously if they're doing a census of penguins they're planning on taxing them and i just don't think (laughs) that penguins should have to pay taxes I mean sure they're wearing fancy clothes that doesn't mean they're yep. rich tuxedos all the time that doesn't mean they're rich <laughs> you know don't don't they get enough tax from everything else they tax they really need to start taxing penguins. That's ridiculous.
0: Well, how can they support the work in Antarctica if, you know, they don't tax the penguin? It's got to happen. Uh, okay. So there's this group who's from the University of Oxford that is trying to do a penguin census. Why don't, they, why don't census. they
1: do a census of oxes then?
0: <laughs> right. That, that might be better. Who knows? But, um, but anyways, they've set up cameras all over Antarctica to take... Um, photos of penguins and they said they can't do this work on their own. They need people who are willing to help out. And so what you do is you go onto this website. It's uh, I don't know what the, it's if you Google penguin watch, you can find it. But then what you do is you wait, sign wait. up
1: to help out. And then then they give you the photos and you have to go to Antarctica and go door to door and be like, are you the penguin in this photo? Can you fill out the census? How many form? people are in your household? How in, yeah.
0: How much money do you make?
1: <laughs> How many tuxedos do you own?
0: And then you go on their website and they give you a picture and then you tag however many penguins are in the photo. And I'm doing it right now and it's awesome. But how,
1: how do they know you're not duplicating?
0: Like, I don't know. I guess they're just trusting. That's what they're doing. They're trusting. You go and you pe- t- tag a penguin, and I'm doing it right now. And I'm telling you, you need to stop whatever work you think you're doing and get on this website and waste some time tagging penguins. <laughs> www.penguinwatch.org. Get there. Make it happen. Help out. These people need you.
1: This is the Morning Mayhem Show, Thursday, April 21st. We hope you're having a great morning. We're going to try and make it even better by injecting a little bit of God's Word into your day from 2 Corinthians 5.21. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, Brian mentioned it earlier, but there's so many deep, important levels of this verse, like such... Such a, a central thing to understanding what God has done for us, to be able to send his own son as a sacrifice for us. And and you know, you read throughout all of the Old Testament and all the, the sacrifices that were made on behalf of the people that were supposed to help deal with their sin, but in reality it never really washed away. Their sin and more, just like covered it, and 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 then for God, um, in in His divine wisdom, is to send His very own Son to Earth to live a perfect, sinless life, so that He might be the perfect Lamb for us. Oh, man, there's so much beauty in the story of Christ. And and the, like the more you read Scripture, the more you dive into Scripture, the more you see the beauty of what God did for us. And the poetry that Scripture really is when it talks about Jesus as the Lamb of God, it's a wonderful, beautiful thing. And if you don't know him, if you don't know Jesus already... This is the time to get to know him and know that God sent his only son for you, that he might be sin for you so that you might be the righteousness of God. It's an amazing story. This is the Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM.
1: This is the Morning Mayhem show on Elevate FM. And I'll tell you, Rob, a week or two ago, I uh, took a little trip with my family out to Branson, Missouri, in the Ozark Mountains, and uh, we went on some hiking trails, um, you know, through the Ozarks, you know, really enjoyed our time the beautiful woods. I climbed this big watchtower and looked over the Ozark Mountains. You know, I, I love being out hiking in nature like that. It's just really a fun thing to do.
0: Yeah, it's great, man. I love doing it, too. And uh, my, my kids are starting to really enjoy that kind of stuff, too, which makes it all the much more enjoyable.
1: Well, there's some good news that scientists have recently published a study in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences showing that hiking is really significantly great for brain health. Oh, really? Well,
0: that—that that is something that maybe, maybe we should be getting outside more often, seeing as we need all the brain health
1: <laughs> we can get. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They found that those who walked for 90 minutes in a natural environment reported lower levels of rumination, which is... The type of negative cyclical negative thinking that leads you towards depression and anxiety. They also, so in other words, it reduced anxiety and depression. They also found it reduced neural activity in the subglenial prefrontal cortex. Oh, (laughs) that's. Which is a part of the brain that's strongly related to mental illness. So um, not only that, being disconnected from technology and hiking. Increased uh, people who had uh, were able to problem solve creative tasks by fifty percent better than people who had not gone on the hiking excursion, and wow. it improved a lot of other. They had all kinds of tests of other uh, psychological disorders that were improved after these people hiked, and they did uh, compare it. They did comparisons with people walking for the same amount of time, getting the same exercise, but through an urban environment. And it was after hiking in nature that people's brain power was better, that their mental health was better, all these things improved.
0: Wow. Well, I mean, so next time, like when we're, you know, hanging out in our day and I tell you, hey, dude, take a hike, maybe you won't take such offense to it.
1: That's right. You'll just be saying, just saying you're mentally ill. You need to go take a hike. Right. I'm trying right? to care yes. for
0: you. I'm trying to be kind to you rather than being a jerk. It's and oh, and, oh I, I, that's what I've been telling you the whole time, Brian.
1: Go take a hike. Yeah. <laughs> this is Morning Man. This is the Morning Mayhem show on Elevate FM, Thursday, April 21st. Rob and I hanging out in the studio, even though it's not National Hanging Out Day. That, that was, was yesterday. That was, like,
0: yesterday? Yeah, okay. but
1: today is National High Five Day, so we're high-fiving.
0: High-fiving, and if you didn't already know, we talked about the history of the high-five, which is really fascinating.
1: We did. The false history. There have been a number <laughs> of false stories, one that involved Murray State. Murray State marketed itself as the home of the high-five, and only this to find out awesome. it had been completely made up. It was an online prank. So happened. fantastic. There is also um, a uh, another holiday today. It is Yellow Bat Day. We're celebrating all the yellow bats out there yellow bat day. I have no idea if that's referring to baseball bats or flying, you know, blood-sucking critters that live in caves. Frankly,
0: it's a little terrifying to think that um, there's yellow bats. I, I think of bats as black or like dark brown or something like that, but to think that there's yellow bats... Are they like glow-in-the-dark bats?
1: <laughs> well, I, you know, Batman, he always had yellow in his costume, so maybe no, that's, that's why.
0: That's true, I guess so. I guess that's a possibility. A yellow bat, I don't know.
1: Yeah, so uh, today... Yellow bat day, celebrate! Yellow bats, we celebrate you. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is the
0: Morning Mayhem, and we have your daily dose of scripture, and it's coming out of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him... We might become the righteousness of God.
1: This is a, just another verse that just tells what the gospel is. You know, we traded places with Jesus. We were in rebellion to God. We were sinful. Jesus is the Son of God, no sin within him. He comes to earth and he trades places with us. He takes our punishment on the cross, what we deserve, our death, our separation from God, and in place of that, No scorn, no shame, no guilt. He gives us his righteousness. He lays his righteousness, his perfection before God upon us so that when God looks at us, he sees Jesus. And when God looks at Jesus, he sees our sin. Mm -hmm. But thankfully, because of the providence of God and his wonder and his power, Jesus was able to go to the grave and leave that sin there and be resurrected righteous again. So now we can be with Jesus and God for all of eternity. What an amazing, amazing God we serve. Why don't you honor him today? You know, just take a minute and pray and just thank God for making Jesus sin and making us righteous and restoring it all to the way he intended to be in the beginning. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. If you've been watching the news, you know, we've had lots of stuff about NASA and aerospace and everything. And, um... Just a, a little while back, uh, the NASA launched a rocket with an inflatable room to test. You know, to see if they could bring it up into space and test an it. An inflatable in, room? Yeah, an inflatable room for the space station. Really? So rather than bringing up all these hard materials and constructing it, they can just attach it to the existing state space station and just inflate it. And then, yeah. have, you know, the space. So they just did a small test one. And now that they've done it, they believe that, and they have announced that they are going to be able to send a much, much bigger inflatable station called the B-330 into low-Earth orbit. One B-330 can add 330 cubic meters or 12,000 cubic feet of living space to the International Space Station. Wow. That's
0: crazy.
1: Yeah. And it's inflatable. And so if NASA agrees on this, then it's going to start... Um, sending out and financing the first launch, either way, it will be uh, probably that there will be inflatable rooms in the space station that are in use and inhabited by the year 2020.
0: What in the world? See, I don't think that sounds like... Like, that's nothing I want to be a part of. If I'm going into space, I don't want to be in something that's inflatable because (laughs) I'm picturing, like, a giant helium balloon that they're going to put me inside of, and that's terrifying.
1: And then you like... You know, you're using a tool and it gets loose and it pops it. You're like no,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you go flying through space because all the helium's coming out of your balloon. But instead of going no, you really be going no. <laughs> and it's, it's full helium. of helium.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not gonna be full of helium because then you wouldn't be able to breathe, Rob. It's gonna be it's true. Plus, you, I'd be dead. you don't I need the helium alive in space. To make it.
0: See, this is a bad idea all around. How are they gonna make an inflatable balloon that I'm inside?
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the. Um, Bad idea would be putting you in charge of it.
0: <laughs> I would be great for that, Brian. You <laughs> underestimate me all the time.
1: Well, we'll see. Uh, 2020, will there be inflatable rooms in space, or will you just have Rob zipping through space in, uh, going- on a cloud of helium going, ah. <laughs> this is Morning Band. I love Skillet. I love them. Uh, I just love them. They're an amazing, awesome band. They have incredible music. They've had eight albums released so far, and they are in the studio now working on their ninth. Well, yeah. it's due out later this year, but here's where it gets really cool. So this last week, if you follow them on social media, Skillet released some just clips mm. of their new songs.
0: That is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. This new album is going to be a, a solely a worship album. It's an acoustic worship album. Uh,
1: <laughs> no. The clips display aggressive guitars from Seth Morrison, searing synth programming from Corey Cooper, alongside just a hint of John Cooper's raw vocals.
0: It, it, it's it's not a worship uh, acoustic worship album. No. That's not what they're doing this time.
1: A lot of people actually say this is it, it's a sound reminiscent of their earlier and harder projects, Alien okay. Youth Collide and Comatose.
0: Yeah, yeah um, awesome. In man. fact,
1: they are working with the producer who produced Comatose on this album. So. Nice.
0: That was a great album. I liked Comatose. That was yes. a good
1: one. Now, Awaken Alive and some of the others, I mean, have been really really good, but they've gotten yes. more of a modern rock sound. So they're yes, thinking they're you. taking them back to an electronic and hard. Ed- Edge, you know, rock sound that they had for many years before. So we'll see what happens. But um definitely looking, looking forward to forward that release. To that. Yeah.
0: Th- this
1: is Morning Mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem show, Thursday, April 21st. Getting ready to wrap it up for the Thursday, which means tomorrow is Friday. But don't worry because in the meantime, you get to listen to Kennedy's midday show, Courtney's afternoon, antics, and Jesse this evening. So stick right here on Elevate FM all day long. In the meantime, we got your daily dose from 2nd Corinthians 5, 21. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that we might, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God.
0: Yeah, you know, this whole week we've had these scriptures that have been um, really speaking like what the gospel is to us, and this this is um, at the core of it. What is is the gospel? It is our opportunity for salvation. The fact that that God sent His Son, who allowed His Son to come. From heaven, to move from heaven, from the heavenly realms to the earthly realms, down here to live a life, a perfect life, a sinless life, in order to take on the sin of the world and to literally wear our sin on the cross, to suffer the punishment that we deserve. They took that on. He took that on for us. A man who had no sin took our sin, took my sin, and hung on the cross for me and for you so that we might become the righteousness of God. That is the beautiful saving story of Jesus Christ. And I hope you know it. I hope you know this story. And if you don't dive into the Bible, dive into one of the gospels and read the story of God's love coming to this earth and dying on a cross for you and me, that is the saving power of Jesus's blood, his death and his resurrection. This is the morning mayhem on Elevate FM.
1: The sun is rising,
0: the smell of fresh coffee and bacon floating through the air. The birds are singing sweetly in the trees. Only one thing could make this morning better. Morning Mayhem with Ramen
1: It is the Morning Mayhem Show, Friday, April 22nd. A good day to be on the planet Earth, because today is Earth Day.
0: Oh, that's so great. National Earth Day. That, or is it worldwide? Is it worldwide Earth Day? Maybe, or is it just National Maybe Earth it's day? Earth Earth Day. Earth Earth Day. Well, we all celebrate living here because this is the only place we can live.
1: And of course... Unless we- you're
0: on the International Space Station, in which they, then you're just sad today because... You can't celebrate with us because you're not here.
1: That's true. That's true. And they may be listening. If you're listening, I'm sure they are listening to well, us they, on the International
0: yeah. I mean, space you know, Station. we get always get notes from the nas- the International Space Station saying, hey, we're listening to the show. We love it. You guys are awesome. All right. The time.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because you would think they would email those, but they just drop them.
0: Yeah. Just drop- <laughs> so they just straight drop them out of space and, and somehow they land here and we get them.
1: <laughs> yeah. In fact, so- they... You know, they tie a little rock, a you know, note around a little rock, and just drop it. And it actually, it would put a hole in the roof when it comes through. So I wish they would stop. <laughs>
0: yeah, it would be great if they would just quit that and just mail it. You know. You know, because they, they, they do get mail there. Right. right.
1: They can just, or use like a carrier pigeon or something.
0: Yes, yes. Except it would die the moment it got out of the International Space Station.
1: And then it would just drop. And, then- <laughs> <laughs> and you'd get a letter attached to a dead pigeon. <laughs>
0: This is going
1: in such a weird direction.
0: I don't even know where we're going with this.
1: So in other words, happy Earth Day. (laughs) This is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is the Morning Mayhem Show with your daily dose of God's Word just before 7 o'clock Friday morning. It comes from Isaiah 53, 3-4. He was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering familiar with pain, like one from whom people hide their faces. He was despised, and we held him in low esteem. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering, yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him, and afflicted.
0: I mean, you think about how crazy this verse is. I mean, one, it's a prophecy. This is a prophecy about Jesus, so written way before Jesus was ever even born. But this is a prophecy about who he was going to be, and this is him. Now, take a step away from this for just a second because we know, sometimes I think, we sometimes we read scripture with a knowledge of, of what it is and we forget like how crazy this is. But when you read this, realize that this is written about the Son of God. Like This is God himself on earth, and he is rejected by man, despised by man, described as a man of suffering, familiar with pain, that he took up this, that he was willing to leave the side of God to come to earth to experience this, and he did it for us so that there might just be the opportunity that we would take on that we, would, we, that we would give our lives to Him. That we would believe in Him so that we could have eternal life. That is a God that is worth worshiping. A God who would be willing to go through all of that just for us. And He went through it for you. This is Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM.
1: Alright, this one's for all the Jeremy Camp fans out there, which is pretty much everybody. Because who wouldn't love Jeremy Camp? I mean, he's yes. an incredible guy, amazing singer, kind of hard rock, but still worship at the same time. I mean, you don't yeah. get a much better all around combination than that. Well, Jeremy has just released the official music video for his song Christ in Me. It's available everywhere now.
0: Nice. Uh, and Jeremy Camp, man, he is he's a name that's been around for Ever, Forever. And so it seems like he is constantly in the news, always doing good stuff. He was in India just a couple months ago doing um,
1: some sort of ministry there, wasn't he? Yeah, they were doing that. It was the Louder Than Words, or Speaking Louder, I think. And yeah, it was, something uh, like music that. Music and Speaking Ministry had like 30, I uh, uh, Three or 30,000, I hear which uh, people at one show. Oh yeah, it was
0: something incredible, right?
1: Amazing. And so all kinds of awesome stuff happening there with Jeremy Camp. Uh, It's from his latest studio album I Will Follow on Capital Music Um, and uh, the song's Christ and Me. We're going to throw the link up on our website. You'll want to check it out. It's a really cool video. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is the Morning Mayhem Show on Elevate FM. Rob and Brian here bringing you the the crazy goofiness to hopefully make your day a little crazier in a better and a good in a, in a positive, positive way. way. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I just want you to imagine, Rob, if you were, you know, at your house one day, you know, just chilling out and you just heard some meowing, but you don't own a cat.
0: Oh, well, that would be concerning because that's only from a cat and I don't have a cat.
1: <laughs> so imagine if you're like walking around your house and you're like, looking for this cat and it keeps meowing and you can't find the cat anywhere and you're thinking is it like circling my house and like or am i losing my mind mind?" am i just
0: hearing cats meowing in my head yeah and
1: then finally you realize the meowing is coming from inside one of your walls it's coming from inside the house (laughs) yes but actually inside one of your walls
0: that, that would be kind of crazy. Like a
1: cat in your wall? Like that you don't inside own. Inside the wall. And you don't own a cat. And so you don't own a cat. That's exactly... That's concerning. That's exactly what happened here um, to this family in Florida recently. And so they called the Bowards County Sheriff's Office and um, Spokesman Mike Jekyll they, says... Could they called the sheriff? Yes. And they, <laughs> they said several firefighters responded. Um, they had to cut a hole in the wall, they removed a small gray kitten from the no wall way. in their living room. The kitten, there was a, And they don't own a cat. No. And the kitten did not appear to be injured, but it's obvious that that's how kittens are born. Is they're born inside of walls. <laughs> that's obviously what happened here.
0: Yes, if, if you didn't know already, kittens are born from inside walls. It's a really crazy thing. Yeah, it's, it's wild. We don't know exactly understand it, but apparently that's the science behind it.
1: What they believe happened is they believe that a neighborhood cat somehow was able to get into their attic and had a litter of kittens in the attic, oh and one goodness. of them somehow fell down into the wall.
0: So, they got the cat out safely and it's all right.
1: They got the cat out safely and they also adopted it and named it Hugo after no the way. firefighter who rescued it. That's awesome. So, they kept the kitten.
0: They That's kept even the kitten. better. That's fantastic.
1: After giving it a good sit down talk about not getting inside of any more walls.
0: Right, exactly.
1: <laughs> this is the Morning Mayhem Show. This
0: is the Morning Mayhem Show, and we have your daily dose of scripture coming out of Isaiah chapter 53, verse 3 and 4.
1: about the coming Messiah. He's writing about Jesus. What's amazing is that the teachers of the law and the rabbis at the time of Jesus were already aware, had been for 700 years, that this passage was a prophecy. They saw this as a prophecy. They said, this is a prophecy of the Messiah. And yet they continued to look for somebody to come and reign as king and run the Romans out. And when they didn't recognize Jesus. Here is Jesus, lowly, despised. Isn't he a Nazarene? Wasn't he the son of a carpenter? Isn't he uneducated? You know, doesn't he hang out with the drunkards and the, you know, women of, of ill character? I mean, who is this guy? And yet they didn't even see that this is exactly what the scriptures called for, that he took up our pain and our suffering, that he was despised and afflicted, stricken by God. Yeah. You know, I hope that we're not as blind as the Pharisees were to the work of God. I just pray that the Holy Spirit opens my eyes to see what God's doing around me, because it was clear as day, and yet to them, it was clear as mud. And Mm -hmm. I want to be part of what God's doing, not work against it. This is the Morning Mayhem show on Elevate FM.
0: This is the Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. And uh, you know, Brian, if you've ever been to the beach, you know, sometime if you're at the beach, weird stuff washes up on shore, right? Like all the time. (laughs) Like you'll see weird stuff like shoes or like, I mean, it's,
1: it's unfortunate. Nuclear submarines. (laughs) Yeah. Does that happen often? Oh yeah. Like last fall we were down in Florida and we were at the beach and um, I just look up and there's an elephant laying there. I was like, Whoa, (laughs) it's kind of weird. And then $3,000 washed up too. I mean, That's it's just amazing. It crazy stuff. That's
0: really great. Well, you know, um, I have this list of weird things that have appeared on the beach, and I want to read a couple to you. One, number 10 that they have listed here, is called whale excreta. Oh, okay, I, I know what that is. Okay, and what it is, is that apparently it's something inside the stomachs of whales, and it helps protect them from the stuff that they eat, apparently. And apparently, occasionally, they throw it up and and it floats it floats and it lands on beaches well apparently this guy found some and he ended up selling it for hundred and eighty thousand dollars.
1: to who who wants to buy whale High, puke
0: high-end european perfumeries use it as a fixer which allows it to stay on the skin for a long time oh, but goodness. apparently it's really worth a lot of money um there was also um, nearly 100 World War II-era bombs washed ashore in New Hampshire um, that same year. And, and so, anyways, it was crazy. They were having to warn people to stay away from the beaches and stuff like that. Um, something a little less intimidating was a whole lot of rubber duckies. <laughs> Apparently, there was a shipping container full of rubber duckies that uh, fell off the ship in 1992. And so people were fi- finding these rubber duckies everywhere. And that apparently, like the
1: best accident ever.
0: Yes. And apparently, there's still some rubber duckies out there that occasionally show up on shore. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, somebody found a Harley Davidson one time.
1: That, would, <laughs> that floated? I would think well, that would sink. Well, apparently...
0: There was a, a storage container that got washed out to sea in uh, in the 2011 tsunami, and somebody found it, and inside there was a Harley-Davidson, which who knew, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but one of my favorite ones, which I hadn't read about this, I don't think, before, but it's in the 1997, 62 shipping containers full of 4.8 million Lego pieces fell off of a boat.
1: I heard about that one.
0: Yeah, and apparently they show up all yeah. over the place. All Even still, even all this time later, Lego pieces show up. And uh, apparently the funny thing is a lot of them were nautical themed. So yeah. people get a kick out of that. I've seen
1: that before.
0: <laughs> well, if you found anything weird on the beach before, let us know. You can go to our Facebook page and let us know. This is El- Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM.
1: This is the Morning Mayhem Show. It is Friday, April 22nd. We mentioned earlier it's Earth Day. If you are into celebrating our planet, then this is the day for you. You can go out to uh, maybe land between the lakes and uh, go to Hematite Lake or somewhere like that and just enjoy nature. But, you know, there is even a, probably a more important, and just on you know, serious note here, probably a more important yeah. holiday to celebrate sure. today sure. Um, than Earth Day. It, it's also Jelly Bean Day.
0: Oh, yeah, no, that that's that's important and and that's something we need to talk about. I mean, really, what we need to do, I, I think really the word is awareness.
1: Yeah, Jelly Bean Awareness Day is today. <laughs> and I think this is especially important considering that traditional jelly beanery has been under attack the last few years. It really
0: has. And, yeah. I mean, it's it's an issue that, you know, really does not get a lot of traction. People are afraid
1: to talk about it. They are. But, you know, I mean, just think about it. If you were a jelly beaner and um, people started making, you know, your product taste like um, puke or earwax. Um, yeah. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. which is the, the that's very, you know, popular now to do that yeah. weird awful flavor. All these young kids you know, that, out there. That's just an attempt to get people to stop eating jelly beans, I think. And so you it's know, really need, a
0: war on jelly beans, that's what it is. There's a
1: whole generation of confectioners who have perfected their craft who are now, you know, they don't know what to do. So yeah. I just think we need to stand and support yeah. the jelly beaners out there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and maybe just write that word on your hand today. And so, people, when people see you, they'll be like, hey, what's that all about? And you can tell them about the war on jelly beans.
1: Hashtag jelly bean. Stand to be counted. <laughs> you know? For real though,
0: with Ronald Reagan standing by your side,
1: a million points of light (laughs) for jelly beans.
0: Yes, stand and be counted. Jelly beans.
1: We could suggest that you just like take a bag of jelly beans and like hang them from your doorknob, but somebody will come and eat them. So just yes, I don't know what the you know you put them in your window, they'll break your window and take them. They're jelly beans. Come on, people. But the thing is, like, we have to protect our natural resources, and we've got to protect jelly beans which are probably our greatest natural and resource. And all
0: the jelly bean mining sites that are out there. I mean, yes. we need to continue
1: <laughs> the miners and the jelly bean farmers and even the synthetic jelly beans, you know, they're they're pretty good too. I mean, I just think, you know, they're now they're replacing the the jobs of the jelly beaners with robots. I mean, there's so many issues. Can you call your congressman right now? Call your congressman or call just a random person from Sweden. Either way, call someone or text a friend and say, stop the jelly bean war today. Protect our jelly bean interests. I've got nothing, man. Nothing. (laughs) This is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is the Morning Mayhem Show, Friday, April 22nd. You know, kind of wrapping up your week for you, maybe injecting a little bit of God's Word to help you keep focused through the day. From Isaiah 53, 3-4, He was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering, familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hid their faces, he was despised, and we held him in low esteem. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering, yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him, and afflicted.
0: The crazy thing about this scripture to me is that this is this is the son of God we're talking about. Like this is Jesus who was with God even from the creation. He is the creator and he, this is how we treated him. And that's unbelievable to me when you think that like one that he he was willing to humble himself to come down to earth and to live as a human but also knowing that he would be despised and rejected by us is just so crazy to me that he would be willing to do all of that for us, to be able to experience all of that on earth <clears throat> and to be crucified by us. The very ones that he was coming here to save, allowed himself to be crucified. And I I think back, Brian, I think back to that song um, that says that he could have called 10,000 angels, um, you know, to destroy the world. And, and to me, the fact that he was willing to to put aside his power and his strength and allow himself to go through that for us speaks of the love of God to me. The fact that God loves you and me that much, that he was willing to go through all of that to save us. That's a God worth worshiping. This is the Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. The,
1: uh, revolution in smart objects has been crazy rob i mean they're making everything smart now smartphones, smart watches smart clothing smart shoes smart cars you know smart robs i mean there's lots of smart things yeah who knew that that
0: was even a thing you know
1: yeah i didn't even know it was possible (laughs) before but um now there's a new one on of course it's on kickstarter which is the place for ideas that may make it and may not And to me, this is more reminiscent of some of those weird inventions that you sometimes see coming out of, like, Japan or something, you know, that are kind of crazy and kooky. But, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe people will want to buy this. It's the smart umbrella.
0: A smart umbrella. So what? Like, does it know when it's going to rain?
1: Exactly. And it alerts you before you head outside, you're going to need me. You need the umbrella. Okay, here's the problem, though. Who's carrying around an umbrella when it's not raining? Well... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like You know
0: what I mean? Like, what? what is the point of that? Because nobody just, like, it's not like everybody, oh, everybody just has their umbrella with them at all times. No. Well, we in, or, in order
1: to get people to carry it more, they've gone ahead and they've um, added a, a little camera um, screw on top. So you can also use it as a selfie stick.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's just despicable. Like, that's just why, why are you doing that to us as society? We don't need that. We don't need more selfie sticks this is not what we need
1: <laughs> so basically it has all kinds of sensors in it it's basically a mini weather station and it you know connects with your phone and tells you gives you a warning about you know up to 15 minutes before that it's you know it's gonna rain soon you probably want to take your umbrella with you today um and it costs 75 so Ugh. mainly my question is why don't you just Get a weather app that notifies you when it's gonna rain and then you can just pick up your six dollar dollar store umbrella and exactly
0: take it exactly this is totally pointless completely utterly pointless you bring an umbrella when you know it's gonna rain that's when you do it
1: <laughs> or like me you know it's gonna rain and you just don't take an umbrella anyway and you just
0: don't care yes exactly you I just
1: agree. run with your head ducked. and i've still never been able to figure out why i duck my head in the rain
0: like, yeah, but you do. But you everybody do. Does. everybody it. does. Yes.
1: So this is a new thing. If you're interested, and you want to get when you go on Kickstarter. It's called the Umbrella with two O's. Umbrella, and uh, you can give it a try. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. The news. All right, this Friday we got some new release information for you. There's a couple different uh, things coming out, or uh, some of them have come out that you might not know about. One, of course, is one of our favorite bands on here, Need to Breathe. Oh, they've got I love
0: Need to Breathe.
1: They've got a new album called Hard Love coming out on July 15th. But if you pre-order now, you can get the lead single, Happiness, on iTunes.
0: Awesome, man. I'm going to be all about that. My, my wife and I both love, love Need to Breathe. They're such a fantastic band. Really fun to see live, too.
1: And the other one that we want to tell you about is NF. Now, if you don't know NF, that's um, another good one. He is a rapper. He is on Toby Mac's new album. We had a song several months ago that was very popular on here uh, called I'll Keep On with NF and uh, Jeremiah Carlson. Uh, He's got a new album coming out called Therapy Session. And right now he's just released the second single, I Just Want to Know, on iTunes and a music video for it as well. So lots of good music coming out. Lots of Absolutely. good stuff in the coming months, so if you are a Christian music fanatic like Rob and I, then you know you got a lot to look forward to. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is the Morning
0: Mayhem, and for the last time of this week, we have your daily dose of scripture, and it's coming out of Isaiah chapter 53, verse 3 and 4. And it says this, He was despised and rejected by mankind
1: And this verse sounds like it was written after the death of Jesus, right? Doesn't it? It describes mm-hmm. it perfectly. This verse was written hundreds of years before Jesus ever stepped foot on the earth. It was prophecy. It was recognized as such as prophecy. The At the time of Jesus, there were hundreds of prophecies that the rabbis had already said. This is about the Messiah. Now, here's what's crazy about this. A scientist back in the 50s decided that he wanted to see what the mathematical probability would be that somebody could fulfill all of these hundreds of prophecies coincidentally. I mean, could somebody just live a life that coincidentally fulfilled all these prophecies? Well, it was incalculable. It was too big. So he said, well, let's just see if, if they did eight of them. What would it take for somebody to just fulfill eight of these prophecies? And it turned out that the the probability would be 10 Times 10 to the 17th power. So that's the same probability that if I covered the state of Texas with quarters two feet deep and I took one, marked it red and threw it out mixed it up in the middle, blindfolded you and you could walk around as long, long as you want but the first time you'd have to pick up that marked red quarter. That's the probability of somebody coincidentally fulfilling just eight of the prophecies made about Jesus. And there were, it's like 276 or something that were identified uh, prophecies about Jesus at the time of his uh, birth. And so Jesus uh, fulfilled these prophecies. And what does that tell you? It tells you he really is the son of God. He really is who he says he was. And he was afflicted and he was punished and he was despised, but he did that so that you could be loved and cherished by God. This is the Morning Mayhem Show on Elevate FM.